So today we're going to review the Likuti Sichas in volume 11, the first Sicha for Parshas Pikudei. Now, this is a Rashi Sicha, and again, the Rebbe takes the Rashi Sicha, which seemingly, you know, a lot of the words there, there's extra and there's different, and you know, it's just hard to understand. It also doesn't match up with another Rashi, the way we find it in. And, and later on in Parshas Achari Mois and Vayikra. And the Rebbe answers everything so beautifully that the uh, uh, the meaning over here and over there, I mean, only only the Rebbe can explain things in such a uh, phenomenal way, you know, it's like unbelievable way how the Rebbe explains it. But So in any event, so let's do, so we're going to explain the Pasuk. What does it say in the Pasik? This is talking about in the Pasik um, in uh, in Periklamates, Pasik Mem Gimel. So this is talking about after they built all the Mishkan, everything they gave all the contribution, they built the Mishkan. So it says, Vayar Moisha as Kol Hamalocha, that Moisha saw all the work, the whole job, Goimer, etc. The post continues there. Then it says, So Moshe gave them a bracha. Moshe benched them. So, Rashi quotes from the Posik that it says, He blessed them, Moshe. That Moshe blessed them. Um, Fadish, Rashi explains over there, look at the Rashi, what did he say to them? Omar what he told them is, May it be the will that the Shekhinah should rest in your hands. He said to them, That may it be the will of Hashem that the Shekhinah should rest in the activities of your hand, what you did. Basically, they created the Mishkan, they built the Mishkan. What was the purpose of the Mishkan? To have the divine presence, to have the Shekhinah there. So he blessed them, or in this case he said, Yirotzi, which the Rebbe will ask in a minute, is a tefillah, that the Shekhinah should read Masideh. Further, he quoted from the tailor, says, Vihinoyam, Hashem elikeinu aleinu. May the pleasantness of Hashem, our God, be upon us. Begoimer, etc. And over there, the end of the Pasuk is, Umaisi yudeinu, that the activities of our hand, koinineu. Rashi doesn't bring that down. Echod miyud alef mizmerim shevetfilas moesha, this is one of the 11 Mizmoirim that we say in the Tefillah of Moshe, which means Moshe Rabbeinu had 11 songs, chapters in the Tilim. His Tefillah of Moshe is one of them. This Tefillah of Yerotz, is one of the 11 Mizmoirim of Tefillah of Moshe. By the way, I remember the Rebbe speaking the Sicha. What the Rebbe says. And I remember that at the time it was like, uh, like all the time it was so uh, powerful. 
the Rebbe's questions and the um, and the suspense. Nobody knew the answers. You know, the Rebbe would ask all these questions. So the Rebbe asked like this. So, first of all, the pasuk seems to be very straightforward. Moshe saw the whole work that they did, so he blessed them. So. Rashi comes, why does Rashi have to tell them what the bracha was that he said Yiratsu? As soon as the Yidin, when they fulfilled the mitzvah, and as the Pasik says, they saw, Moshe Rabbeinu saw that Hashem instructed them, Kasher Tzivo, Kaosu Oiso Kasher Tzivo, Hashem Kenosu, that they've done as Hashem has commanded. So, that's why I gave him a bracha. So, what is the idea of the bracha? What is the content of the bracha? That would be in the language of Ashreinu Matev Chalkeinu. How long that how we that we have this great portion? Or Yasher Koyach Yitzboy. That would be the blessing. So, when somebody does a great job, so what do you tell them? You tell them Yasher Koyach. Strength to you, right? You tell him, Why does Rashi all of a sudden have to explain this? Not only does Rashi have to explain it, but Rashi changes it from this simple explanation, what the bracha is. Rashi says this is a prayer. He says, What is Yehirotzin? Yehirotzin means it may be the will of Hashem. He's davening to Hashem. This is not a bracha. So first of all, why does Rashi have to explain anything? And why does Rashi say that it's a, a, in a way of a bracha versus a, a, a tefillah versus a bracha? And also in the language of Rashi, Rashi says, Omar lahem. And then we're going to see that all these details of the question make point to the Rebbe's answer. Why does he say to them, Omar lahem? He said to them, why do we have to say Omar Lohem? He said to them, um, the Pasik it says so, Omar Lohem Yiratsu Shetish Shekhanosu. Don't say Omar Lohem, the Pasik says Befeidish, Vayvarech Oysam. So Vayvarech Oysam means Omar Lohem. He said to them, that means Vayvarech Oysam. Rashi should have just started off by saying Yiratsu, instead of Amr Lahem, he should have said Vavarach Yisum Moshe and he should have said why the bracha was Yiratsu, Shitesh Shekhanasu, without Amr Lahem why does it say Amr Lahem? Um, another question that I've asked, number three why does Rashi add a new bracha? He said, Vinoyim Hashem Alekeinu Aleinu that he said that so Moshe Rabbeinu said it, like we see in the Tillim Moshe Rabbeinu said it, Filo Moshe this is one of the Tefillah But who says that this was the bracha over here? Maybe he gave him another bracha. Maybe that's a separate thing. That Moshe Rabbeinu is quoted in Tehillim. I say, maybe that's not the bracha over here. Rashi says, this is what he said. Even if we should say, that this is the bracha that Moshe Rabbeinu gave them because this is the bracha. So, but in our pasuk we don't know yet from this. We know Hashem. So, in Tehillim, 
Rashi should have bring down over there in Tehillim. Rashi should say that when did Moshe Rabbeinu say, That was said because that was done in, in conjunction with Akamas HaMishkan when they brought to Moshe Rabbeinu and he put together the Mishkan. That's when he said it. The Rebbe brings an example. Like for example, in Parshish Pekudai, Rashi doesn't bring down when it says over here that Bechoydesh Harishayin Bechod Lachoydesh Hukum HaMishkan that means under Bechoydesh Nisan the Mishkan was built. So Rashi doesn't say in the, Rish, in the beginning of Hashmini, Rashi says that that day took the ten crowns all the inyonim, but Rashi doesn't say it over here because over here it's not evidence. It's not. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's, it's. We don't have to say it over here. Over there we have to say it. So we say it over there. But why does Rashi have to tell us over here that the Hinoyam was the prayer when it's not important here? When you'll come to tell them, Rashi will explain to you over there in the Rashi. Number four. Rashi adds to the word Hinoyam Hashem Alekenu Oleinu, and he says Vigoymer. Etc. Meaning there is something that Rashi was trying to hint with the Vigoymer, which is a question for a sharp student, which Rashi didn't specifically say. And number five, why does Rashi have to finish off by saying this is one of the 11 songs of Tefillah Moshe that Moshe Rabbeinu prayed? Uh, this, the beginning of that chapter starts with the word Tefillah Moshe. So we don't have to say this is one of the 11 chapters that Moshe Rabbeinu said. So who cares, or what is it important to know to us at this point that there's 11 chapters in Tefillah Moshe. This is Tefillah Moshe. This is Moshe's prayer. Why do we have to say this is one? So the fact that the Medrash says the same thing, that doesn't matter, because we know already that Rashi does not quote uh, verbatim the Medrash. Only what's Negea to, only what's important to understanding the Pasik. And number two, Rashi doesn't write like we find in the Medrash. Medris. So, which means that this is the simple meaning, and it's not just a Medrash which fits in the position of the Shamikra. So, why does Rashi have to bring down this whole thing? It seems like very powerful questions. How are we going to answer all these questions? I mean, it seems like a lot of Rashi said a lot of different things, but let's wait. Before the Rebbe is going to start answering, He's going to equate this Rashi to another Pasuk. find a similar thing in the portion of Shemini. The Pasuk over there also talks about, first about the Shiva Shimei HaMiluim. It goes back and talks the same, the similar, a similar uh, time frame that we're talking about over here. We're talking about Rosh over here. Ukuma Mishkan over there is also talking about after the seven days of the inauguration, which is the parish of Tzav. So you have a Yikra and then you have Tzav. So then the Pasik says, uh, So that was also like over here. So over there, after they brought the Karbonis and everything else that took place, it says also over there, So they went out. This is talking about they came out from the Shekhinah, they went into the oil Moyed, Arna Moshe, they went out, and then they blessed the people. What did they bless them? So Rashi says, Omru, they said, Exactly like Rashi says over here. But it switches around the order. Second thing they said, 
May it be the will that the Shekhinah will rest. So here we have a change. We have the same thing, but a swapped order. So first of all, the change is number one over there. Rashi doesn't bring down at all this last part that he brought down over here, that this is one of the 11 Mizbarim and Moshe. Although Rashi already said it here, maybe Rashi doesn't have to repeat it, but still we see that difference. Over here, Rashi is one of the 11 chapters. Number two, swapped around the Brachas. Over there, he starts off with Vihinoyam. And then you say Yehirotzit. And now Rashi, we say the other way. First we start with Yehirotzit, that the Shekhinah should rest in your hands. And then he says the other way. Then he says the Yehinoyam. And over there it's Vihinoyam first. And also, over there it says Omru, they said. And here it says Omarlon. All right. So all these things need to be explained. What's the difference? What is the meaning? What does Rashi want here? Why does Rashi change around? So the Rebbe explains like this. What is Rashi's problem? Is, because here we're talking about the end, what took place at the end of the Mishkan and the Kalim, they were all built. Who made the Mishkan and the Kalim? It was the people who were wise of heart, Chachmei Leib. It was Betzalel and Haliyov, Chsamov uh, ben Haliyov, and Kol Chachmei Leib. These were the special people who had special abilities with crafts. So who did Moshe Rabbeinu bless when it says after they finished it, by Vorech Oysom Moshe? Who did Moshe bless? It seems like he blessed those people that created the Mishkan. The craftsmen the one who built the Mishkan. Because they are the one that put together the Mishkan. So the problem that Rashi has, why did Moshe Rabbeinu not bench all the Yidin at the time when everybody participated by contributing to the work of the Mishkan? The men and the women, the men were secondary to the women. In the extent they were so giving so much gift that the Pasik says that they had to tell them, stop, Al Yasuid don't do anymore, it's too much. And that's only when the people stopped bringing before. So how come Moshe Rabbeinu didn't bench them over there? So Moshe, because Moshe was a loved Ayyav Yisrael, he loved the Jewish people. So he should have benched each and every person when they brought their gifts to the Mishkan. Not only after the Chachmei Leiv completed making the Mishkan, Moshe Rabbeinu is benching them. They were just a few of the people. Shem says, look at the name, I call this one and that one, this is a Bitzalel, this is a Leiv, and Eid Chachmei Leiv, these are special people. Uh, so, why would he be benching only the Chachmei Leiv? Now, well, maybe you're going to argue, you're going to say, uh, Rashi doesn't, uh, it says, Ken osu b'nei Yisrael, Moshe Rabbeinu kashetziva Hashem, Ken osu b'nei Yisrael, who is the Ken osu b'nei Yisrael that the Pesach says? Right? Osu oisu kashetziva Hashem, Ken osu. Before this says, Ken osu b'nei Yisrael, is not talking maybe just about the Chachmei Leiv, that the ones who actually constructed it. So, 
maybe Rashi believes that Taka that he benched everybody, not only the Chachmei Leiv. So, but what point is there to bench everybody when the ones who created the Mishkan was only uh, the Chachmei uh, Leiv? They built it, but Rashi has already said before that Bnei Yisrael did the Malacha. Rashi says. Which means the Moloch of bringing the gifts to the Mishkan. We're not talking about just the Avoidas that the Postic says before. When it says, Vayasu Bene Yisrael, that's Hamalocha. This is in uh, Rashi explains over there that the Moloch doesn't refer to just the. Um, literally the work it talks about the work of bringing the gifts to the Mishkan as well it doesn't talk only about the actual literal work that the uh, Chacham lived in so still the question is okay so you're going to say that Moshe Rabbeinu ben, ben, bench them now but how come Moshe Rabbeinu waited to bench the Bnei Yisrael all these months that they took because Moshe Rabbeinu started telling them Kippurim and that's what he told Mishka. That's when these people started bringing it already finished. Now it's completed already. So as soon as they finished bringing, and it was Benedivus, it was with the benevolence they gave it. So how come that he wa- he waited with his bracha for a half a year, almost half a year, because from Rishchidish, from Yom Kippur to Rishchidish Nisna. So we have to say that certainly he he benched them in the proper time before. But the Pasik doesn't have to tell it because that's obvious that he benched them. Or, on the other hand, we could say that you don't have to say thank you because it's obvious even though they caused a great pleasantness, an achasruach, in the mind and feelings of Moshe Rabbeinu but it's obvious. It's, you know, you don't get a thank you for doing what Abraham wants, something like that. So how come the Pasik says by Moshe that Moshe does bench them? He's already benched them, or he doesn't need to bench them. So how come he's benching them now? We don't find the benching for the people before, so we have to say that this is not a brocha, not a thank you. Regular. Thank you, they got already before. This is taka bracha for all yid, but it's not a thank you, but it's a bracha, a special bracha. And that's why the Posik has to mention it. Which means it's a bracha, a special kind of bracha, which is not connected for doing what Abishta wants, but it's connected to the uh, building and the completion of the Mishkan. So, what could it be? So the bracha that he's benching them and the special uh, bracha, it has to be similar measure for measure. What the Yidin accomplished, that's what they're being benched. The Yidin made the Mishkan wise so that Hashem should rest between them, amongst them. So Rashi says, but that's what he said to them. That's what I said to this tefillah. He says, Yirotzi. The Shechina should rest in what you're doing. Why does Rashi say, Omar Lohem? 
because the reason that this brach is mentioned in the Pesach is because it wasn't just a thank you. But Omar Lohem, he says, he's saying to them what they are asking. This is something. Omar Lohem, he says to them, this is what you want. You want that the Shekhinah should rest. Omar Lohem, he's saying to them, this is, I'm blessing you, I'm praying that Hashem should fulfill what you asked for. So Omar Lohem, he says to them, a special bracha, bracha miyuchadis. But the problem is that in the Rashi previously it said that nobody was able to stand up the Mishkan. And Moshe Rabbeinu was able eventually, he, he was able to stand it up. And Moshe Rabbeinu said, how could I stand it up? Hashem says, you pretend with your hands as if you're standing it up and it'll stand up by itself. So according to this, Although that the Bnei Yisrael troubled himself, Moshe Rabbeinu seemed like only they actually brought and they, they slept and they brought their, their, their gifts. Moshe Rabbeinu just pretended. Um, so it's not the equal brach. Not equal worker for people to do the work and for Moshe Rabbeinu. Because Moshe Rabbeinu didn't really work for that. But Moshe Rabbeinu also needs a bracha. And after the bracha of benching the Bnei Yisrael, also a bracha that includes what the Bnei Yisrael did. Because it was Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of the day that completed and fulfilled the end of the doing of the Bnei Yisrael. They made the Mishka, but who was the one that stood it up? It was Moshe Rabbeinu. So, it was Maisei Yideichem. The Shetish Roshchina B'Maisei Yideichem. So first he tells them what you did. That's what they did. That's not Moshe Rabbeinu. He's not part of it. But yet, Moshe Rabbeinu has a part that he completed it through his activity. So where's the bracha for Moshe Rabbeinu to also be included with them? First of all, it's Omar Lahem, especially when they want Moshe Rabbeinu himself. So Rashi, that this is not true, and he brings the posik of Yerotzeh Shetish Roshichin Also in the posik we find it V'inoyim Hashem Aleikeinu Oleinu over there it doesn't say Aleichem. Over there it says Aleinu on us. What is the word Hashem Aleikeinu? Hashem Aleikeinu is the Shekhinah. It's a different word for the Shekhinah. The word Shekhinah we call the Pasuk in, in, the, in the, the Chazal. Our rabbis call it Shekhinah. But the Pasuk calls it Hashem Aleikeinu. So he was saying including himself. So this bracha which is called a Tefillah it's a special kind of a bracha which is a Tefillah, Tefillah Lomoshah. So it's not a uh, thank you. It's a tefillah. It's a special bracha. So Moshe Ben includes himself. He says, us. And that's why Rashi says that it's from the Mizmoidim of Tefillah Lemoshe. Because since we find clearly in the Tefillah Lemoshe a blessing for the resting of the Shekhinah, 
which is connected to the Mishkan, to the building of Mishkan, and he is also included over there because he says Aleinu. And here we have to say there must have been some bracha for Moshe Rabbeinu too. So therefore, we're going to learn that when Moshe Rabbeinu also said the bracha bihinoyam at the end of the work of the Mishkan. So Moshe Rabbeinu said first, he said, and he added, for himself also. Why is Rashi Bikoimer? That if a sharp student will ask, but since he already says, which means about the Yid. So why do we have to say that Moshe Rabbeinu is also a blessing Aleinu for Moshe Rabbeinu as well? So the Pesach over there writes Umasi Yudeinu that actually Moshe Rabbeinu also Umasi Yudeinu which means also the activity of the hands of Moshe were involved together with Moshe Yudeinu of the Bnei Yisrael they actually did, they brought the stuff and everything else but Moshe Rabbeinu did also so it's Masi Yudeinu so Rash says that's why they were going there so who says though? So we we're saying this is all because the pasuk of of the tefillah, the Noim Hashem Alekeinu, was said by Moshe Rabbeinu. But the Talmud is going to ask a question: Who says that Moshe Rabbeinu said it? Because if you look in the pasuk over there, what does it say over there? The pasuk says, "Yemeshna Seinu Bam Shivim Shon," and that same pasuk tefillah Mel Moshe. Our days are 70 years or 80 years. So Moshe Rabbeinu at that time was already 80 years old when they went out of Mitzrayim. And similar Miriam and I were already 83 years old, 80 years old already, and they were older than him. So how could it be that they're going to say, how could it be that they're going to say, At Mazidin. So, how could we possibly say that who's the one that said Vihinoyam? That Moshe Rabbeinu said it. He was ready after 80 years old, so. And that's one of the reasons the Rebbe says, perhaps, that the Medrash says that the Yidin said Vihinoyam Hashem Elikeinu, and not Moshe Rabbeinu, it was Moshe Rabbeinu. So, that's what Rashi says. It's one of the 11 chapters of Tefillah Moshe. That even though this isn't the end of the Mizmer of Tefillah Moshe. So if it was only this Mizmer Moshe Rabbeinu says, so we can say maybe Moshe Rabbeinu said the beginning. But later on, when it says, Shivim Shmoinim Shono, and the end of the Mizmer, which is already not fitting for Moshe Rabbeinu to say, what was the question? The question is, how could Moshe Rabbeinu say Shemayim Shono if he's already more than Shemayim Shono? Or is Moshe and Aaron? How could he say Shono? But since is... So maybe the answer of Yenoyim, that's what the Yidin answered by Moshe Rabbeinu, as the Medrash says. 
That's not what Moshe Rabbeinu said. But since that also the Mizbarim that afterwards Moshe Rabbeinu said it, so that's why it makes sense that whatever is in the middle is also from the words of Moshe, not from the words of the Bnei Yisrael. So why does it say Shivim Shona and Shemayim Shona when he was larger? How could he, Moshe Rabbeinu say 70, 80 years when he was already older, Adam and Miriam were older? And the answer is that that's part of the punishment. He says, Ram Tom Sheno, you shot him in the Seinu. That one, the, the uh, bad thing as a punishment in the Tilam over there. So that's going to be 70, 80 years, but it doesn't mean that everybody has to live 70, 80 years. Shabena actually lived 120 years. Right? He was 80 years when he left Mitzrayim. So now, the Rebbe says, based on the above, we also understand the difference in the Rashi Parshish Mini. Over there, when it says, that is near the service of Aaron and Moshe, which we read beforehand. So beforehand, it talks about that the seven days of the inauguration in Nachri Moshe, that's in Vayikra, over there it says that Moshe and Aaron, they prepared in the seven days the preparation before the Mishkan was actually erected. So this is the beginning of the bracha. And that was the reason for all the bracha. Because, why? Because over there we're talking about what? We're talking about something that Moshe and Aaron did. They were the ones that were doing all the work over there. They prepared the Mishkan. They prepared this Kamar that we learned over here that's talking about the structure, the building of the Mishkan. But who brought about the Shechina over there was the work that Moshe Aaron did, the service. So that was the reason the bracha. So they said, It's not an extra bracha, that was the main bracha. It was mainly Aaron and Moshe. It's not Moshe B'nai Yisrael like in our pastor. So Oleinu is on us, is Aaron and Moshe, not the B'nai Yisrael. That's what Rashi says, Omru, not saying Lohem, because it was for the B'nai Yisrael, it was for themselves. It doesn't say Vigoymer, because the continuation of the Pasik is something else. They knew that is a different thing. That's talking about the Yidn also. That's not Avoid the Moshe And it doesn't say also because over here there is no Svara to say that the Mesro said it. Because we're talking about. Moshe Aaron did the work. So who's the one that said it? So it was Moshe Rabbeinu that said it. So the Bikudai was talking about the making of the Mishkan, the building. Maybe the Yenayimu is talking about that the Yidden said it because Moshe Yedeinu, what we did. But over here it doesn't make sense to say what we did, the Yidden did, because it was Moshe Aaron that did it. And that's why it's also, we start with Vihin Noyam, and later on we say Yirotzein, because the avoid of Arna Moshe, which is Noyam Hashem Alkeinu Oleinu, that affected that later on should be Shechinah Ma'asiyadechem Bnei Yisrael. First, it starts with Oleinu that they worked hard, and then they gave it, which means that the resting of the Shechinah in Ma'asiyadechem comes after, and in a reason because of Arna Moshe, Noyam Hashem Alkeinu Oleinu, because they did it. As Rashi says, because the seven days of inauguration, Shekhinah didn't rest. So, 
it says that the Korbanois of an Abaydosai, that through the Korbanois Abaydo from them, the Shekhinah will rest in them. So basically, in our Parsha, the main players are Moshe and Aaron. It's their Maise Yodain, it's their Yinoyim Hashem Alekeinu Oleinu, it's their activity that brought later on that the Maise Yodainu of everybody. Um, and that later on, what they did affected that issue that caused everybody else. I know it's a little complex, but we're getting some of the point. Let's go to the uh, lesson that the Rebbe brings from this Rashi. So you see like this, after the Yidden fulfilled the entire instruction of Hashem completely, which means everybody gave for the Mulachs of the Mishkan with a full heart, after the completion of all the avoida of the people who are craftspeople, the smart of heart, and they can do the Mishkan, they did everything like Shem said. Still, after everything is, they cannot raise the Mishkan, and they need to bring Moshe to raise the Mishkan. And that also isn't sufficient. Until by Vorechais of Moshe, Moshe had to bless them. And that's the way the Shekhinah rested in their hands. We need Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what the Rebbe is going to explain. You can do everything you want. The Rebbe is going to talk about the Rebbe, the Mishpashtus of the Moshe, the Tzadik, the Nosei Adur. That you need his action and you need his bracha in order for you to succeed. But on the other hand, when the Bnei Yisrael brought the Melacha to Moshe, so they bring them. So Moshe Rabbeinu didn't criticized in them, but he said not only Moshe blessed them, but Moshe Rabbeinu includes himself with their bracha. He says, He makes himself equal what we did and with our hands. Which means that Moshe becomes a partner, a participant with all the rest of the Eden in their work, what they did. He says, Similar, it's also in the service of every person. Even after you complete, and one fulfills his entire work that he has to do, which means that you're doing your job. Person needs to know that you don't have the power yourself to reach the ultimate raising a mishkan for Hashem, but you have to bring the melacha. You have to bring the avoid of Moshe Rabbeinu's pastus of the Moshe. You need to have the, the Rebbe says, the Friedike Rebbe, my father-in-law, the Rebbe of our generations, but to us, of course, it's the Rebbe as well. Because it's only he has the power and the ability to raise and take the Malachas of the Bnei Yisrael and make it into a Mishka for the Abishter. Because he is the one, as Moshe Rabbeinu says, I'm standing between Hashem and you. He is the connecting intermediary of the Neshamas Yisrael to the Father in Heaven. And even after the participation of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Shekhinah still did not rest in the hands until Moshe Rabbeinu gave them the bracha. What does it mean in very simple words? Each one and one of the Jewish people, notwithstanding your great advantages, your greatness and your service, needs to be connected and tied to his pastus of Moshe, to the expansion of Moshe, which is the Rebbe. 
It's only through the Rebbe, specifically, you are connecting to Hashem, your God. As it's explained in the Nigla of Torah, we find it in the reveal part. In the Mechilta, on the verse, it says, Torah says they believed in Hashem and Moshe, his servant. So the Mechilta says, anybody who believes in Moshe, his servant, then it's as if you believe in Hashem. It says, He equates them. But if you believe in the Moshe Abdul, it's like believing in Hashem. Even more though. All matters of every individual yid, whether it's physical or spiritual, are hinging on, depending on the Nos in the leaders. This is not something which just is written in Kabbalah and Hasidus, but it's in the Gemara. The Gemara says if a person has a sick person at home, you have to go to the sage and you have to ask that the sage should ask Hashem to have pity on the sick person. That means that a person who is sick, whether physically or spiritually, or in the soul, whether it's your body or your soul, which means that you are lacking wholesomeness in your service to Hashem, it's not sufficient that you yourself or somebody else or your family should go asking for Hashem's rachamim, for Hashem's compassion, for a healing, for your sickness physically or spiritually. But you need the prayer of the Chacham, you need the prayer of the sage. And that is what impacts Vishover that you will get the healing. But you need to have two conditions. Number one, it has to be a Chacham. Who's a Chacham? Chacham means one who sees the future. The Alter Rebbe explained. What does it mean, sees the future? Reyes Anoilad means he sees the Dvar Hashem. The word of Hashem that creates all the time, all creations, on every instant and instance. Since he sees the Dvar Hashem that is in the item, and not the materialism, and not the physicality, so then he can see the item is truth. And therefore, he is able to recognize the truth, the, the sickness, the truth of it. And he also has, number two, the ability to ask Hashem and to heal him. Because since he sees the Dvar Hashem, the word of Hashem, so then he has the ability to change the various combinations of the Hashem that uh, gives it life. Just as we say, similarly says, that he went and he had the oil, uh, he had the ice light, he had only uh, vinegar over there, over there. So he said, made a mistake, he brought him the vinegar. He asked to light the candle. So he said, whoever said that oil can light, will say the vinegar should light. Because this change, the tzuruf and the Shem Hashem, make that light as well. Number two, the Chochem needs to be in the city. Uh, because, which means, the Chochem, Chochem should be iray. You have to go to the Chochem of the city, which means that it's not a Chochem that closes himself up in his four cubits. Notwithstanding, he's learning in Torah and he's davening, he's occupied and he's doing other great things. But he has to be in the middle of the city. He has to be close to every single one of the Bnei Yisrael, which are there. And that's why he can ask Rachel for that. So these two conditions are similar to the two matters in the connection, as mentioned before, to Meshem Neisrael. Number one, they needed to bring the entire Melocha in order to complete it, in order to uh, have the goal to Meshem Rabbeinu. 
He was the Chacham. He was the Rei Yisrael. They have to bring it to him. He has to take care of it. And then number two, Moshe includes himself together with all the Yisrael. He's not separate. He is part of Kol Yisrael. However, before you come to Moshe, it has to be you have to do whatever Hashem says, which means that before the partition of Moshe and the blessings, you've already completed the entire work of the Mishkan that you have to do. And from your perspective, it's already reached the completion wholesomeness. Only then Moshe Rabbeinu participates with your making the Mishkan and it blesses you after you do your part. Same thing is by the service of each one-on-one. In order to participate the participation of Moshe in every generation and for his blessing, the person can only merit when his service is as much as he can and he's able to. Similar as we say, God will bless you in anything you do. You have to do your part. That will get the bracha from the Rebbe. But you can't come to the Rebbe and say, oh, just bless me. Do it for me. No, you have to do your part. The refuah, the healing of Moshe, the chacham, only comes if this person who is sick does also the natural uh, activities that need to be done according to the Torah. As the Torah of Rapi Yirapi. You have to go to the doctor. The doctor has a right to heal you. You go to the doctor. Once you go to the doctor and you get medical natural treatment, then it's the brach of the Rebbe that is going to actually help you. But when you're lacking in the work of the Bnei Yisrael to make the Mishkan, similar, as the Rebbe writes in the parentheses over here, there's an expression of my father of the Rebbe that there is what's called Tzores Hasidim. That when things are good for them, they don't come. Um, when you place upon them a shlichus to spread out the wellsprings, they escape, they slip away. God forbid when they come into a trouble, then they come to a demand. They need a miracle. The Rebbe should make them a miracle. They didn't want to do what, you know, that's called the Tzores Hasidim. So in such a situation, you're not a vessel to fit to the participation of Moshe and his bracha. However, when the Bnei Yisrael, they do their needs, their voidal as they should, in total wholesomeness, as they are able to. And they come to Moshe Rabbeinu in a proper way with Amuna. As our sages expound on the post of Ayaminu Ba'ashem of Moshe Avdeh, they trusted Hashem, they believed in Moshe Avdeh. So then Moshe Rabbeinu participates with them in the service of each one and one. He includes himself with the community. He helps each one. He's part of it. He helps each one individually in his own service to Hashem. And after he participates in his service of Klal Yisrael, he effects with his bracha that there should be the resting of the Shekhinah in our activities, what we do of Klal Yisrael. And Moshe included and he brings each one and one to his true wholesomeness. So, Mesicha Shabbos Parsha, the Yaakov Baruch Chodesh Nisun, Tavshin Amalek.